0: Brock Lesnar, the one in 23 and one the conqueror, the beast incarnate, the man who wants to take me to Suplex City at SummerSlam. Well, Brock, there's a problem with your plan, and it has a a, a way of coming out of nowhere, and it's spelled R-K-O. Don't believe me? And just try. Try to take me to Suplex City. Come on, Brock. I did. After those clubbing forms from the... This is just bare bones trying to bust up your opponent. That's what this is looking to open up Orton with those elbows. This is just pure malice. No slashing elbows, the clubbing forearms. The beast incarnate in a feeding frenzy. We're seeing the animalistic tendencies of Brock Lesnar at its core. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. Randy, Randy, R- Randy Orton might. Brock oh. is just not Randy out.
1: Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 43, WWE Summerslam 2016 edition. I am the creator of the Full Nelson My name is Brandon kirkpatrick You can find me on Twitter at Johnny J O N N Y underscore Tango. I'm here with Braun Strowman's next opponent, Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360, and of course you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFNP. Pete, are you ready for WWE SummerSlam 2016?
2: Now, if anyone listened to our last show and how hyped I was for NXT Brooklyn, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: not at all. Oh, sour grapes this episode. I am ready to bury this. <laughs> All right, we'll start with the kickoff show, which was two hours. I missed it originally. I had to go back and rewatch oh. it the next day. I didn't know.
2: Okay, now, for our fans, I'm just going to flat out come out and tell you. All I right. did not watch it. Okay. There's no way I was going to watch two hours of a pre-show. I couldn't do it. There's
1: no way. Now that's all right, because I'm, we're going to fly through this, because there's so much to talk about tonight. So, the first match of the night was the villains, the Ascensions, Breezango, versus the Hype Bros, Usos, and American Alpha. Why? Uh, if you have two yeah. hours of a pre-show... Why not make this a fun gauntlet match or something like that? Why put them all in at once? Give us something for the two hours to watch it. It would be fun to see a gauntlet match with all these tag team partners together.
2: It doesn't make any sense. That's why, I mean, I saw what was on the pre-card. That's why I didn't watch it. They do
1: nothing to forward anybody. No, not at all. So who cares? Aiden English looked like a failed poet. He's got this beard thing going on. His hair's all over the place. He looks homeless.
2: Well, I think because he went and hit the liquor when Simon Gosh keeps picking fights with everybody.
1: (laughs) He just got gotched.
2: Yeah, basically.
1: The Usos get booed, which, okay, we get that. Okay, so earlier this week, though, they go on Talking Smack, and they talk about how they blame Roman Reigns for them being booed. I've turned on Roman, but I still don't think it was Roman's fault for them being booed. They do the same thing every match. There's nothing original with them anymore. It's the same thing for, like, three years now. Change something, and maybe something else will happen.
2: Yeah, you guys do the same kicks over and over and over and over again that nobody wants to watch anymore
1: The Usos ended up getting the win here, but they did like a tag on Gable to get the win, so it was kind of like a heel thing on them. But it, it doesn't matter. Moving on to the next match, which is the Dudley Boys versus Neville and Sami Zayn. Why is this happening? Why is Neville and it's Sami Zayn. Zayn tagging? I don't remember who won. Dudley Boys uh retired. So yeah, uh, favorite Dudley yep. Boy moment, Pete?
2: uh power bombing it May Young off the ramp. <laughs>
1: Okay, I I'll, I'll agree with you on that one easily. Next we get the best of seven series: Sheamus versus Cesaro. Sheamus wins. It's one and zero. Oh. You know what? This All is not, right. Let's we'll talk about it when it's six and six. You know, forget it. We're not talking about it yeah, now. Yeah. But we just have it be six and six, right? So now let's start off with the SummerSlam pay per view: Gray Barricades and some LED turnbuckle. I I kind of like that. I, I like the new design.
2: Yeah, they uh they stepped up the old production. But that's about
1: it That's the best part of this whole pay-per-view right there Yeah, cause this pay-per-view sucked Alright, first match of the night Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Jericho Which was great booking Put Enzo and Cass as the first match Because they're the hometown heroes Have them go in, have a great match Have them win, get the crowd uproaring And getting in hype for the rest of this match But that's not how they do it They have Enzo Amore and Big Cass lose this match Which just is like foreshadowing The rest of the circus that we get tonight
2: I love Jericho and O but I would have been fine with them losing. But then I also would like, if they lose, then like, where's the power of them being together? So I actually kind of liked them winning too. Yeah, all right. But it was sloppy. It wasn't that great. It was just a, not a good match. Like, sorry.
1: The pay-per-view itself is four hours long. The pre-show is two hours. So that's six hours of wrestling. Let's say the fan shows up early, so they're going to be watching five hours of wrestling. If you have show after show after show, show of matches the morale of your crowd is going to suck to the point that when you get to the end of this the crowd has already turned on you so why not help keep the morale up by throwing them a bone like having their hometown heroes win yep not
2: not uh wwe's life nope nope, nope. <laughs> we're here to make your time miserable because now we're only paying 9.99 a month so like who really cares
1: right you got to get that next month's
2: 9.99
1: yeah Next, we get our first cringeworthy backstage segment with Jon Stewart. Uh, He's with both the Raw and SmackDown Authority figures. Mick Foley's wearing a Hunter Hearst Helmsley shirt under his blazer. That was weird.
2: I didn't get it. I didn't get that (laughs) whole segment. That was so bad. And the problem was with SummerSlam, I could not stay awake. I was fighting it so
1: hard. Oh, so then the New Day shows up to save the day, and they're like, hey, Stewart, we have a plan for you, and then walk him down the hallway, and that's that's the rest of the segment. Uh, you know what? I like Jon Stewart on The Daily Show, but uh, in wrestling, I can't stand the guy. Yeah, uh, he
2: doesn't need to be there, and I'm kind of getting burnt out of the New Day. Uh, what? Blasphemy. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'll say it.
1: I love him. I'll say it again. See, I think your problem, Pete, is, is that WWE Creative is meddling with this tag team too much, and that's what they're you're not doing liking. They're too many
2: stupid things, too many stupid segments too many childish like I like new day when they were hilarious and like sort of poking fun at the crowd but like pushing the envelope but like talking about different things like in the world now they're just like oh okay boot and I'm like all right this is getting
1: old. I agree with you to a point, but every match they have is entertaining, Uh, except for tonight. We'll start off with the next match. The dirtiest diva in the game, Charlotte, gets her rematch against the WWE Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. This time, though, Dana Brooke is banned from ringside. Yeah. Okay, good. he's shouldn't even be with Charlotte, period. I know.
2: Actually, yeah.
1: after this previous Raw, I'd rather see her with the club.
2: Uh, I know, right? She kind of fit that mold, but not according to uh, Gal's wife. She's <laughs> yeah. not happy about it. But anyways, back to SummerSlam. So, like, I don't want to get too far off topic Fine. because I hated
1: SummerSlam. Charlotte, though, sloppy as fuck tonight
2: she couldn't grab sasha at all it was just not right like at nxt they they had like really good fluid matches now it's like they're freaking out and I'm sorry, like, that move in the corner where, like, Sasha Banks fell, I get it. It was supposed to be a move, but ugh, that that was awkward. Why, why, why even do that?
1: It was bad. It was really bad. I feel like it just gets worse and worse from here. It does. She drops her in that turnbuckle, which looked like she just snaps right on her back and neck. Uh, later, she puts her in this arm lock and then starts yelling at the ref to pin. But, Charlotte, you're back to back to Sasha Banks. Why are you asking yeah. her to count the pin?
2: You have a dad who is a two-time hall of famer i think you would know the rules
1: yeah but charlotte ends up winning this match because she literally cripples sasha banks throughout this entire match pw mania they reported that charlotte got scolded after this match backstage for being so careless with sasha officials were mad due to the fact that she did some moves that could have considered stiff and could have a devastating effect on sasha's back in the meantime banks though did get some good news they recently reformed that surgery may not be needed so that puts her return time right around the time of uh wwe classic Champion, so we'll see if she actually shows up or not.
2: Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, whatever. I mean, right now, it's <laughs> what happened to wrestling? What happened? We were to guys? on a really good track <laughs> from NXT to WWE, and then like you guys just got to SummerSlam, one of the biggest events in the summer,
1: and you blew it. You dropped the ball, man. Ugh. Next. Next, we have a backstage segment with the club, Gallows and Anderson, with the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. And who else? Finn Balor shows up. But it's just a tease. Yeah, it's just a
2: tease. Why were there so many backstage segments? You already got enough wrestling happening. Some of these events, like, what, WrestleMania was almost like a work shift.
1: Yeah. It was like eight
2: hours. It really was. I was like, Jesus, I wanted a lunch break.
1: Let's move on to the next match. Intercontinental okay. Championship. The Miz and Maurice uh, Miz defend his title uh, against Apollo Cruz.
2: Completely forgot this was on the card.
1: I know, and I blame Apollo. <laughs>
2: I do, I do. Like, what is, like, they're trying to get him over now. But, like, that whole buildup for that whole match was so bad. Because, like, they never featured Apollo in anything with Miz except for, like, a couple run-ins. But, Jesus, what the hell?
1: Daniel Bryan calling him Apollo Creed overshadowed everything Apollo Crews has done since he's come to the main roster.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: Good job, Daniel Bryan, you stupid idiot. The match was nothing memorable. Of course, Miz tries to walk out of the match because he's the heel. WWE, stop doing that every pay-per-view i have somebody walking out of a match because they don't want to do it anymore if someone watches walks out of a match then they're quitting they're quitting wrestling
2: yeah this is getting stupid you need to make a rule now where if you get counted out you lose a title because that's just dumb that's still one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in wrestling so good job this match was pointless it was a waste of time because you gave both the wrestlers like nothing to work with. So the crowd wasn't invested. So good job, WWE writing. You really leprechaun that one.
1: So at the end of this match, Apollo Cruz is like getting into the ring from doing something outside. Maurice runs up to him and just goes, hey, that's all she does is just yell. Hey, he looks back at her for a second. Miz grabs him and gets a chance to do his skull-cushing finale. And that's how he retains his title. What? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> next do you want to talk about miz and
2: daniel bryan
0: oh we can
2: because <laughs> i really hate daniel bryan right now uh
0: there's no gentle way to say it to me you wrestle like a coward you wrestle like somebody who's, I, af- who's afraid to get hit like i i, I, re- I, rest- I wrestle like like i wrestle like a coward you wrestle like a coward I'm the one? If I if I were to create a wrestler who, to me, like, embodies, like, when I was an independent guy and I was thinking, like, oh, okay, what's the soft WWE style? It would be that. WWE is transformed in the you last... Hold on. You, you had your you chance to talk. You, you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm the coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for 10-plus. Years, I have never, never in my career ever have been injured. I don't get injured for six months to a year. I am here each and every week but you sit there and call me a coward? Yeah. I'm the coward? Wait, let me tell you about a coward. Let me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, the people that he loves, that he will be back. He promises them. I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Okay, I'm the one that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, if, if, if you, you, would, yeah. you would? You would. You love that WWE ring. You love being wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring, and you love wrestling, right? Well, why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie fans? That's not what this show's about. the GM have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is, you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your intercontinental champion, and there's a reason I am the title. Reason making this the most relevant, prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour. And I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, on for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show and i'm sick of all of you my gm sitting there criticizing me calling me the coward you're the cowards i'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up thank you very much
1: Daniel Bryan, I don't think people see how much of a bully he is backstage. Watch the Table of Three thing where you hear about the things he's done to Ryback. Watch the stuff on Total Divas, and I know none of that stuff is actually true television, but you can tell how much of a dick Daniel Bryan is to Brie Bella. The guy's an ass.
2: Yeah, I I I lost all respect for him. I don't even care. I can't believe I cheered for him. And I feel I feel like an idiot forever cheering for him, but he's a d- He is a straight up. So Daniel Bryan, F you, buddy. I don't know why (laughs) the crowd is still over with you, but let's be real. Like for you to say something about someone being soft and then have the best comeback ever, whether it was real or not, you looked like the tool there, not
1: Miz. Yeah. You call him a coward yet. You're the who walks off stage. Yeah. You just proved Miz's Point that you just leave. You're an idiot. I have not said the kindest things about Miz, but I can't deny anything he said in that promo.
2: No, you can't
1: because it was all real. All right, so let's move on to the next match. Mr. Hustle Loyalty and Respect John Cena goes against Mr. Beat-Up John Cena, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. So a good match tonight.
2: Yeah, everyone was, like, really high on it, and I was just watching it, and I'm like, doesn't anybody remember their first match? Like, it was kind of the same thing, like, when Kevin Owens and Cena fought, they at least threw a couple new things out at each other, you know. But with this one, I just felt it was the same moves. Now, uh, freaking awesome though that AJ Styles won. Yeah, I think that was the best thing
1: ever. Yes, I, I, you know what, I agree with you. There wasn't too much in here, but I will say this was the best match out of the out of the three matches they've had together. AJ Styles, I don't think he actually does the attitude adjustment to John Cena, but uh, JVL thinks so. <laughs> I think he just bids them over in a fireman carry of some sort.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, what an attitude adjustment. And they're like, God, he doesn't know. But it was... I mean, there were some great moves in it. I'm not saying the match was bad. I'm just saying, like, it didn't... I wasn't really sitting there going, like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like...
1: It was cool, though, to see AJ Styles pay homage to TNA with that Frankensteiner he did. That was pretty sweet. Though, AJ Styles did some really cool, amazing aerial attacks. I, I, I think AJ Styles was really shy to this match. That's not bashing Cena at all. I really like this match. Styles wins immediately, but instead of celebrating, they make him dip out immediately to have Cena have this moment where he puts his armband in the ring. Yeah. What was that about? Give, give it to Styles. He's the one who won the match. Why isn't he getting that TV time?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you gave him that, but yet still, Cena has to overshadow again. And it's just like, okay, are you turning heel? And that's all I can guess. Like, that's the only
1: thing, maybe. That's no. what it is. No, But no, nope,
2: he'll come back, and he'll be all happy and giggly and stuff, so.
1: Could you see that in the creative department? And be like, hey, listen, alright, so, uh, me is John Cena. I'm not going to be here for probably couple months so how about styles wins i'll give that to you but i get the after ring time and then after that i want you guys to have to have aj styles wear a john cena wristband until i return
2: dude he's the face that runs the place now i think they are stupid for letting styles not get into wwe until now
1: Uh, Well, you know what? I think he's just making up on this time because he's he's doing well. Since he started it with us at Royal Rumble, he's been doing nothing but in main event matches. Absolutely. Next, the New Day put their titles up against the line against the club. What the Yeah, all right. Stewart comes out, does this really crappy opening promo. You know what, though? This doctor gimmick that the club has, I'm enjoying that. It's funny. I mean, I don't like
2: funny gimmick guys. I'm not a fan. I I won't like them. I'm sorry. I don't like Doc Allison, them. You build these guys up to be these badasses, and now all of a sudden you just basically ascension them. You're not giving them any power to be that big heel tag team. They're just a gag now. So F you, writers, there's another one you messed up on.
1: Woods does that amazing elbow drop from catapulting off uh, the top rope. Right, that was sweet. That was pretty cool. The club ends up getting the magic killer on Woods, but uh, before they could cover him, Stuart comes in and distracts him, which was just eh, so cringeworthy until Big E finally comes out, which was dumb. Why would Big E be back there waiting the whole time in his ring gear? I have him come out in his clothes. Right. That would have made more sense. Exactly. Don't play us as fools. Yeah,
2: well, that's what they did this whole stupid
1: pay-per-view. Well, the New Day, I feel like the end is nigh with them sooner or later here. New Day's new priority on creative side should be doing nothing but pushing Big E. Because when the New Day does break up, whether Big E is face or heel when that happens, he should be a main eventer. Uh, yeah, he's good absolutely so i think that's the new agenda for the new day is should be pushing biggie as the main eventer that he should be nothing against kofi and xavier i just i see a a bigger title around biggie's waist
2: Don't forget, he was the second NXT champion.
1: That's true. The match is a DQ, and uh, then Big E drinks the formaldehyde jar from one of his nuts. That was gross. Why? Yeah. God, why? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. All right. The show-off, Dolph Ziggler, goes against the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose, for the WWE World Heavyweight title. It whiffed kind of it with.
2: I was like sitting there. I'm like, okay, this should be a good match. I'm kind of bored with Dean Ambrose. He has like four moves.
1: Kinda felt like the heel in this match. Am I wrong?
2: Kinda, but like he's not original. It was just the like it. There wasn't anything cool. Like Ziggler was doing everything to sell like his moves. But I mean, let's be real. Like Ambrose has like a move set about as big as roman reigns
1: uh i would say roman reigns at least is a little bit more active dean kind of just feels lazy in the ring sometimes he doesn't move around doesn't do too much I don't know. Since his podcast interview with Stone Cold, he's just been wearing on me. It just sounds like he thinks he's bigger than he is, and he's just he's not performing at the level he thinks he is. Also, it's about time to have Ziggler back as a Go heel. Back to be in the show off. He was more over as a heel for the how many years he was doing that than the time he's been as a face. And it's awesome yeah. the recognition he's got from like doing like the Survivor Series thing. But every week, I mean, now he's going for the IC title at the next pay per view Backlash. Uh, he's not going to win it, and if he does win it, so so he. He's just going to be holding it for somebody else. Do something yeah. interesting with Ziggler. Go back to being
2: this cocky show-off again. Like, why? Yeah. Why is that gone?
1: Oh, and then Dean goes over and shakes the ref's hand during one of, when he breaks a headlock. Yeah. He... You want to move on? Yeah. I hated it. Like, bleh. Let's get on to a better match. Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi versus Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. Eva Marie doesn't show up because, of course, she's been suspended. So, Eva Marie, they say that she's out on vacation due to stress from the hostile WWE universe.
2: And who shows up?
0: Something in your eyes lets me see right through you. There's no mystery. What's on your mind? Something in the way I move must make you crazy. It's a mystery. I don't know why. Okay. Get out your best line, take your best shot. Home before. Don't take it hard when you fall flat on your face. You won't be all alone down there on the floor. Great. <laughs> right.
2: I was so excited. Woo. And the crowd goes wild. What the hell? Who cares? This match was dumb too.
1: I like this it match. It had no point. I, I don't care if it had a point. It was still fun. It was still a good match. I think for a 6 Van diva match, this is probably one of the better ones. <laughs> I only got a new entrance. I kind of like it.
2: Yeah. Thank God. Because before, that song was terrible. It's still the same song, but it's played way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, the black light and when she turns around and shakes her ass like
1: oh my god
2: (laughs) that was just great that was just great
1: (laughs) oh she got a new finisher too she does like this like e honda like spam of kicks yeah but why would that ever hurt like her
2: butt hitting someone in the face like that's like so much cushion
1: but we're over it now
2: two soft feathery pillows
1: (laughs) you know that glow in the dark yeah, so, uh, and then also Nikki Bella gets a new finisher. It's like this uh, attitude adjustment into an RKO. She does, like, this rack attack thing uh, with a fireman carry and then throws it into an RKO on Carmella to win the match. Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss were the heels. So why do they have Nikki Bella show up on their team, who kind of is playing face here and gets a huge pop from the audience? I can't even explain that to you. <laughs> Now we get the last match of the night, P, the Master of the Universe Championship. Wait, this isn't the last match? We have two more matches after this? What the hell? Oh, I know. Why was this not the main event? I don't
2: know. I was baffled. I was completely baffled. (laughs) That's when I really, like, lost a lot more interest. And I'm, like, so ticked, because I'm such a huge Balor fan. And I'm a huge Rollins fan. And I was like, it's not the main event?
1: What? (laughs) Do you see Vince? Like, all right, listen, Roman. I know we're punishing you, but we're still going to put you after the Universal Championship match. I just couldn't believe it. The Demon King Finn Balor versus the architect Seth Rollins for the Master of the Universe Championship. Seth Rollins comes out looking like the original xbox awesome (laughs) yeah he did look cool Uh, i love this match i liked it really felt like an nxt match i would say uh except for the crowd
2: yeah the crowd was just more like burnt out from all the stupidity that was put
1: before it exactly it's the morale of the crowd really sucked up the rest of this match
2: they just really didn't care and i'm like why why is the crowd not into this at
1: all I don't even blame the crowd, really. I blame WWE because they don't know how to handle an audience for that long.
2: No, they they buried that crowd instantly. Like, those matches before that preceded this, which was dumb because this match was great. It was a good match. You finally got something new. You got something fresh.
1: A lot of us, this was the match we were waiting for tonight. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. Yeah, the crowd just sh- all over the wwe title which i didn't mind the red one i know i'm going to get heat for that and i think it's because the the cg pictures that they have on it make it look so nice and bright but then you get the actual title it looks like they just burnt it in the stove like they were trying to make something out of a cookbook that was the only issue i liked it
2: i i didn't hate it i thought the new belt was cool
1: i think it's fine i've seen worse the tag belt right now for Raw. Yeah, the SmackDown ones, though, the new blue and silver, I like that. That's really nice. Way cooler. But, yeah, the the old
2: black and copper. Like, why don't you just make those
1: red and silver then? Yeah, exactly. But they won't. They'll keep them that way. Nope. it That's tradition. All right. So Seth ends up throwing Finn into the corner of the outside barricade. This ends up tearing something in Finn's shoulder. They're also saying that there was some broken bones in there as well.
2: Still finished
1: the match though. Yes. So not even mad. Like I'm mad
2: that he's hurt. Yeah. And then people are saying like, oh, Seth is too rough. That was on Balor. He threw his arm around the barricade, and it hooked too hard.
1: I agree with you. Finn should not have put his arm up in that way, but also, Seth did throw him quite a distance. Yeah. Seth does that finishing move in the ring where he throws him towards the turnbuckle, but I think he was too far away. I think there was miscommunication there between both of them. I don't see Seth being harmful to anybody else. By the way, Bret Hart, shut up. No one wants to hear you anymore. Everything that you're saying is dated. You don't know what's going on in the current WWE product anymore more okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying Moving on, the United States Championship, Rusev, defends his title with the ravishing Russian, Lana. They put up their U.S. title against the not-so-guy, Roman Reigns.
2: Dumb. God, dumb, 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 dumb. I'm really sorry for being so negative, but you've heard me be positive. And when was I positive? When NXT put on an amazing event, and it kept me pulled in, it kept me entertained, I was into every match. You
1: said that with a question. Well, no,
2: I was. I was I was into every match. This was boring. It was so boring. And then you have Reigns come out. They wrestle. The match gets called. So it doesn't even freaking happen. And actually, I was hoping it was because Reigns versus Rusev, I think, would be a good rivalry. Exactly. And that would actually make that title be relevant. Oh, yeah. But no, they missed the opportunity. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, they don't even address it on Raw for two weeks i know how dumb you just buried that rivalry
1: i was excited about this match because i wanted to see rusev win like if they're saying it's true that reigns is getting punished what awesome way that it put rusev over and to have both these competitors have a really fun match together i was really excited i was pumped for this match and then yeah the match gets called off because rusev attacks roman before the bell even rings so the match never happens so you have the wwe universal championship happen then you have the united states championship which is a, a match that has a no ending and then we follow it up with the next match which is the beast brock lesnar with paul Heyman versus the viper randy orton which again oh. doesn't really have a finish why have two non-finishes happen back to back as your main event why not put the roman match before the universal title that way there's some break in a no finish back to back on a crowd that's already upset with how everything's turned out tonight
2: so that happened <laughs> what the hell i'm so ticked so then we get into the main event so i'm like maybe orton's gonna do some cool stuff against brock lesnar i think i remember telling people that uh wrestlemania i actually wanted orton versus lesnar i thought that would have been cool i remember saying it but no we're three years later and what the hell i get it brock lesnar is such a beast orton's taller
1: than him oh there you go and he's just getting thrown around too like can we take a moment pete to talk about the got juice sign that someone had when lester what? walked on the ramp so good <laughs> highlight of the night right there this match oh man yeah it starts fast right away lester starts going in it just starts throwing punches and just knees at orton now you said when we were predicted this that you thought orton was winning not the case right away you knew orton wasn't winning this match nope. like he throws him into the table orton stumbles into the audience then Brock goes and says hey you're not part of the audience and does this really scary throw into the table again on Orton I I was scared for that part
2: yeah I was too I was so scared I was so scared that the fact that this is our main event. So then they get like a table and stuff. And for some reason, everyone thinks that an RKO on the top of a table is so devastating. It's not. It Especially doesn't look the cool. the table doesn't break. Yeah. And then they get in the ring and Lesnar just takes his gloves off. And I think it was supposed to be like he was supposed to elbow him and like knock him out or put a little cut. Lesnar cuts his head open like the Grand Canyon. Like, did you see the picture? It was disgusting. It was brutal. And then the ref's like, oh, hold on a second. No, ref, there was a hole in Orton's head. Just call it. Yeah. And like, I think Orton was even sitting there going, okay. And like, even after he showed pictures and he was like laughing, walking up the stage and stuff like that. But that was stupid. That was such a bad way to end it. Like, nobody comes out to stand up to Lesnar? Like, why doesn't the whole locker room come out and just be like, what the hell, dude? Something needs to change, because this is getting stupid. Now, well, word on the street is, they're building Lesnar up like the new Undertaker, like the mania streak, but except Lesnar's just way more beastly. So I think they're gonna have someone beat him, and that's how they're gonna get a huge push. And I'm afraid it's gonna be Braun Strowman.
1: Oh, I'm not even... I, 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 would, be, I would welcome Braun Strowman, because then he would at least give it to new talent in some sort. I'm worried it's gonna Yeah,
2: that
1: too. Why diminish your entire roster and just have them demolished by this part timer just to have him beat again by another part timer at WrestleMania? Yeah. Brock Lesnar's character is not helping the WWE in the long run. It really isn't. I'm not I'm excited for Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton because I was excited for a legitimate match between Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. If Lesnar would have won this under different turns or uh just like a brutal match between both of them, awesome. But there's no one i can look at at the locker room today and say that guy can beat brock lesnar yeah as the fantasy booker in my mind i would be setting this up for lesnar wanting the universal championship and going against our now current universal champion kevin owens yeah it'd be cool what's next for lesnar i mean he f5s shane who cares (laughs) yeah that's the other thing so uh, the smackdown guys come down and are like hey that's our guy stop beating on him and then lesnar just f5s shane so is this setting up shane mcmahon versus lesnar i hope not
2: I just wanna say that it was so hard to try to think something about this pay per view that I liked. And I think I had like two good things. AJ Styles you know was good, but it wasn't great. Fowler winning was great, I thought that was a good move.
1: I, I like I would have rather had Rollins win it, but that's okay.
2: I, I don't know. I like the move. I would have liked it more if he never
1: got hurt, but whatever. Alright, Pete. Main event of the night. Brock Lesnar versus Chris Jericho. Uh,
2: yeah, this was great.
1: I, I wish this was
2: televised.
1: Alright, let me set this up. According to multiple stories, Jericho came to the gorilla position just as the match ended to see if Orton was okay. He asked Michael Hayes if the finish was the actual finish. Hayes would not answer him, and this is when Jericho said that that's bullshit. Jericho said this just as Lesnar was coming back from the ring. Lesnar thought he was talking about the match and called Jericho a po- the two got face-to-face and started exchanging words in one version, and the other one was they were shouting at each other the whole time. Lesnar then pushes Jericho with one of his fingers, and Jericho does this kind of rousy-tate forehead press and puts him into a lock. Jericho starts uh, shoving him around as they're tangling up. Triple H tries to break it up but can't do it. Lesnar then starts asking Jericho to either punch him or kiss him. They finally get him it up. They get back together and start fighting again. McMahon then comes in and starts getting them to, to separate and starts reaming on Jericho jericho triple h then defends jericho saying that lesnar had started it and then orton had to come backstage and assure jericho that he was everything was okay right
2: hilarious Because that was stupid. It was such a bad move. Like, that was a bad main event. You just ruined SummerSlam even more. Come on. Let's go. Figure it out. WWE, like, for some reason, your writers are so far out of touch, but yet, for some reason, NXT is so in touch. Hmm, I wonder who's running what. I I don't know if they were just trying to do it because he just won UFC, so they were like, oh, yeah, and Conor McGregor, which I think is also a work that he was calling out everybody, that they were like, no, we're going to make this look brutal. And you could have made it look brutal, but just one elbow to the head like why didn't lesnar just like throw him through the barricade or you know actually like throw him through a table do something
1: pete done of the night
2: Oh um, god the whole show <laughs> god. um the main
1: event that was terrible that was a terrible main event
2: it was a terrible way to end the show it was
1: such a bad bad event i'm gonna go with charlotte because uh she almost killed sasha banks tonight yeah you b- <laughs> <laughs> i'm part of the banks club All right, stud of the night. I'm going to go with The Miz for finally saying something to Daniel Bryan that I think a lot of people should have said to him a long time ago.
2: Even though it wasn't even at SummerSlam, he's your stud of the night. That's how bad SummerSlam was. Yeah. Mine's going to Naomi's butt. (laughs) I've seen you groan for the past three years, and I've enjoyed your work in the ring. So thank you.
1: (laughs) Alright, some, some, some final thoughts here. Paige gets suspended for 30 days. Del Rio also gets suspended the same day, but not for the same drug. I don't even know what they are, but it doesn't matter. But it also sounds like Del Rio is not returning. So goodbye again, Del Rio. Uh,
2: Yeah, he's done. WWE, you squandered that. You ruined Del Rio. You had a good thing, and you ruined him. And that's why I just sit there and I'm like, you only focus on five wrestlers and you don't grow stories. Like, it almost freaks me out seeing these awesome people down in NXT, and it's like i don't want them to get called up i get nervous when they get called up i liked watching the vaude villains i don't want the revival to get got, brought up i know they'll get buried they, they will not get a fan support like i'm sorry but I, the brand split SmackDown's winning by far because they only have two hours to fill. Now if Raw, when they get the cruiserweight, I think maybe they can work better with stories because they are going to dedicate time to just the cruiserweight, which is cool. I think that's a great idea. That way then Raw, like, if you think about it, would be like two hours. Then you can fit stuff better in there.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of hesitant on that with the whole, like, what they're going to do with that cruiserweight hour. Is the first hour going to be cruiserweight? Are they going to spread it out? And how many of these things are going to be storylines that they're just going to end up scrapping the cruiserweight and just using all of the Cruiserweight set are going to be brought into this. There's so many unknowns to it.
2: Whoa, WWE, fix it.
1: All right, man, so I think you've already said it, but yeah, I wanted to add a new segment to the end of these uh, pay-per-views. Now, what brand won this month? Uh, and I agree with you, SmackDown won. SmackDown is winning. Uh, we're going to try this again at Clash of Champions and see if it's changed at all, but yeah, SmackDown's really... I think their talent is just more interesting. Their storylines are semi-interesting, and they're doing new things with these new championships. This things going on with Daniel Bryan and The Miz. It's just fun. Uh, just get rid of Dean Ambrose. Yeah, absolutely. I
2: can even see Miz being the ta- champion at SmackDown
1: if he keeps that heel character up. Right. So another thing, WWE Live is coming to our area. Woo-hoo! And this will be my first wrestling event ever. I'm so excited. So gonna uh, be my fourth. We're going to do a special show for that. Me and Pete and another guy of ours named tony we're going to sit down and do a special thing for that we're just telling pete right now <laughs> okay cool didn't know nice icebreaker <laughs> you're right am i getting replaced no 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 i no, told no, you. No. I, I told you the
2: event was bad i warned you you know what i love that XT. <laughs> Go watch the CWC and be happy
1: again. Oh, we didn't even grade uh SummerSlam. What do you want to grade it? F. F. All right, I'm moving to F 2 There was nothing. I don't even. I you have two good matches out
2: of six hours. No, you get an F. That's like getting two out of ten on a test. Now, if you do the percentage wise, that's twenty percent. What's that? An F.
1: <laughs> Not a perfect ten. Not a Ty Dillinger. That's it, Pete. That's uh that's the full Nelson Press episode 43 WWE SummerSlam 2016 edition. Anything else you want to add?
2: God, I almost stole. Your line.
1: I know you did. I stole yours a couple weeks ago. So, uh, uh hey,
2: what? I- <laughs> Eva Marie died her here, black. Oh, uh, doesn't like her soul. We're leaving on that one.
1: Yeah, uh, we're leaving it on that. Suck a butt.
2: Yeah, but. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video.
1: Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show.
2: And I'll try not to berate you, but no
1: promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps.
2: I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing.
1: You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino, Tumblr. Or
2: just search for The Full Nelson Press on any social media
1: site. You can also go to TheFullNelsonPress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly.
2: Go watch some wrestling.